Welcome back to the Crisscross Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Canty, and shout out to all the members in the Crisscross Corner Podcast Facebook group. Join the group every week to join the conversation. Follow the podcast at Crisscross Corner on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. We're on our road to a thousand subscribers. So like, share, and subscribe on our videos. Follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok. Listen for free or go to anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support and donate $5 a month to sustain future episodes of the podcast. Thank you for your support. On today's episode, we're going to be really quick, going to be talking about being happy at your job because a lot of us aren't happy. I speak for myself. I did not like my job for two years. Um, people know that I worked in Ann Arbor at a certain place that I will not name on this podcast because I like a few people that still work there. So I won't say their names or the job that I was at. So, but the world has obviously felt the pain and the angst of people leaving their jobs in high numbers to be happy or to make more money. People don't want to work in fast food anymore because they don't pay a lot. But if you do want to work in places where you feel happy, you feel satisfied, satisfied in all that stuff, please understand that it'll come. College degree, no college degree. Wherever you want to be happy, you have to earn it. Okay? Now, I'm going to go down this list. If any of these phrases or sentences resonate with you, nod your head, put your thumbs up, whatever you got to do. Here we go. Overall, I am completely satisfied with my job. I feel happy at work most of the time. My work environment feels inclusive and respectful of all people. My work has a clear sense of purpose. I am paid fairly for my work. There are, there are people at work who give me support and encouragement. There are people at work who appreciate me as a person. I can trust people in my company. I feel a sense of belonging in my company. My work has the time and location flexibility I need. In most of my work tasks, I feel energized. I am achieving most of my goals at work. I often learn something at work. And finally, my manager helps me succeed. Now, if you felt good because you actually have that at your job, well, good for you. If you don't resonate with any of these uh, phrases and sentences, um, it's, it's, it's time for you to reevaluate yourself. First of all, reevaluate yourself. Then reevaluate where you work. Is it helping you or is it hindering your growth? Okay. Because I had to make that decision a few months ago. 
actually it was about actually a year to this day i had to make a really drastic decision and before people go on and say hey chris is all oh, chris is great chris is chris is amazing i've seen him grow up and all that stuff y'all don't really know me because i keep to myself most of the time quarantine had to be the most traumatic experience of my life because I had to make drastic decisions of who I hung out with, where I worked, who I uh, wanted to spend time with on and off Zoom and StreamYard and on the podcast. So please understand that I'm not perfect. Yes, I have spent days depressed, crying in the office, at home, you know, didn't have enough money to buy Christmas gifts, didn't have enough money to buy, to, to get gas to go to work. It's, it's, it was that bad. I had to pay a lot of bills over quarantine. Okay. I've lost hours of sleep could because I was worried about, you know, my next paycheck, if I could make the ends meet or I could get the ends close enough to meet. You know, understand, you understand that? I didn't I mean my birthday was, was shit last year because I didn't have any money. Okay. So please understand that I've been there. I know how you feel. Now, enough of the sad talk and me being serious. Let's get to the top 10 reasons why you should stay at your job. Now, before we get into this list, if you want to give me an idea for a top 10 list, please go to anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. You can donate a dollar. You could donate $5. You can even donate $10. Help me out for the podcast, y'all. $10 a month, $5 a month, $1 a month. Come on, y'all. You will remain anonymous. And this money is to help the podcast, help uh, me pay the Zoom bill, pay StreamYard so we can go live on different platforms, uh, for me to pay special guests, and for us to do things for you guys on YouTube that cost money. So please go to anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. Thank you for your support. Now, number 10 of the top 10 reasons to stay at your job. Location matters, y'all. Consider your daily commute when you're thinking about getting a new job or staying at your job. Is, is, is it worth it? How much is too much? Would you rather work at home? Do they have you know hybrid options, which we'll get to later in this list? Number nine, quality benefits. Along with your base salary, which a lot of people don't understand when you're going into the, to, to the workforce for the first time. Along with your base salary, getting good benefits is an important part of loving your career. Having full health care, let me see, health care, we got dental, vision. Some people have disability coverage. It's major, it's, it's, it's important. When your employer covers these things, they are significantly decreasing your monthly expenses. Having paid holidays, sick days, and personal days, 
is, is a crucial part of having happiness and satisfaction with your work. Your employer should also understand that you need paid time away every so often. Those mental days, I'm telling you y'all, mental health, mental health is priority, okay? I know you wanna you know, you save them personal days for after Christmas time, but hey, if you, need to, if you need to take a break, take a break. It's not that hard, take a break. Number eight, challenging work. I know some people don't like to be challenged at work because, you know, you know they, they went through four to six years of college. But, hey, good things come to people who work hard. And challenging work is great, in my case. Finding work that interests and challenges you is an important part of loving your job. When you do the same tasks every day, you may feel like you're ready for something new. When you get a variety of tasks and responsibilities that teach you something new, you may feel more engaged and fulfilled at work. Food for thought, y'all. Number seven, room to grow. A lot of jobs will tell you that, hey, we're gonna, this is a company that you'll start here and you'll be a CEO by in six years. No, that's, 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 that's a red flag in a interview, just walk out, okay? Um, you need room to grow. So everybody should be contributing to you becoming better and you need to contribute to someone else being better. So everybody can come up together and have a great team to get some work done. So room to grow, uh, nobody loves hitting that glass ceiling. You know, when your employer invests in your future by reimbursing you for education, sending you to conferences or offering mentorship, you'll feel groomed for the next level. Because a lot of people, I don't like to say that they're stupid. I just think I just think that a lot of people are incompetent of doing their job because they weren't trained well enough to do their job. But you know, we'll get to there. You know, you'll you'll you'll, you'll see me in real life. If you know me in real life, I hate stupidity and incompetence. So please understand that. Um, a lot of things need to change um, in my life because I believe that I can be stagnant and complacent sometimes. So when I get to the next level, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing, but if I want other people to be competent, I have to be competent. So if you want to move on to the next level, you need the training and the skills needed to get to that next level. And room to grow is great. Because if you're stuck doing the same thing every day, you're not going to learn anything. All right, number six, goal-oriented leadership. Like I said in number seven, leaders who encourage you to succeed may help you love your job. When you have specific goals, you tend to feel more driven and focused on your work. By having an employer who gives you the tools to reach your goals, you can soar to new heights in your career. New things feel good as reaching a goal you have and you have been working to accomplish that goal. Like if your employer says, hey, we want you to do this or you, we want you to be here by you know, next week, next year, in two years, they should be helping you get to that point. It shouldn't be, hey, I'm gonna help you do this and they don't do anything about it. 
it also works the other way. If your employer says they're going to do something, you need to be knocking on their door and say, hey, you need to help me with this stuff because you told me in my interview slash my first day at work that you're going to help me with this. It works both ways, y'all. Number five, company culture. I can't say this. I'm going to say this again. Company culture. As many, uh, many of you guys know who listen to my podcast, know that I am an extroverted introvert. Let me say that again. I am an extroverted introvert. I am very, I'm very introverted. I keep to myself a lot. A lot of people don't know who I really am, unless you're my best friend or my fiance. Now, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, finding a work environment, you need like when you find a work environment, you need to understand who's at the job. You know what I'm saying? If you're a black guy working in an all-white company where I was in Ann Arbor, I didn't really fit in. And every time I, you know, tried to be myself, I was kind of shoved back into, hey, we don't do that. Act like us. So I get it. I've also been in all black communities and black companies, you know, where I can be myself. I've also been in mixed companies where you have different cultures. And that's also a hassle because you gotta act certain, you gotta, sometimes you gotta act a certain way around people just to get by, like the higher ups. But in certain people, they don't know your culture. And the same thing, I don't know your culture, you don't know mine. So it's kind of like a clash sometimes when you talk about these things. So I guess company culture is actually. I should have put it higher on the list, but this is number five. So company culture, whether you're an introvert or extrovert, should be one of your bigger priorities, okay? When employees facilitate camaraderie through team building exercises and after work events, they can help sociable coworkers build better relationships. On the other hand, if you're introverted like myself, you may prefer a company that gives you space to independently get your work done. Before choosing a job, please consider what environment you will best. Uh, well, you got to be consider an environment where you'll be, you know, comfortable. Basically, uh, number four, I said this before in the list: flexibility. A great employer understands that you have other things to take, to, to take care of outside of work. Many of us have kids. Many of us have other jobs. Many of us just want to just relax at home. Some of us want to travel. Some people want to see family and friends. By having a flexible start and end time, you can more easily make time for appointments, family obligations, and personal matters. While a flexible schedule isn't possible for every type of career, you may want to consider going into a career that gives you more freedom. Number three, work-life balance. I cannot stress this enough. I don't even know why I didn't put this at number one. Work-life balance is important. People tend to love a job that's easy to balance with their personal life. When you can unplug from work, you can get a chance to recharge and unwind. Now, when I say unplug from work, I do not mean, hey, I'm off of work, but you can still email me and text me when I'm not at work. 
I don't want to hear from you ever at all. After five o'clock, I don't even want to hear a, a, a ding on my phone from work at all. No emails, no phone calls. Don't bump into me at the supermarket. I don't want to see you. Okay. Professionals who are always checking their email or answering their phone calls on their personal time tend to experience burnout. Okay. When people get burned out at work, they don't produce good results. And they're not, ha- and they're not really good to be around. Okay. When you have the chance to spend time with family and friends and pursue hobbies, you'll feel ready to face a new work day. So please understand that a work-life balance is crucial. Number two, an open door policy. Now, a lot of uh, leaders and CEOs, managers, you know, um, they don't, they, they just like to be bossy. Cause I hate to say, I hate the word boss because yeah, he's my boss. She's my boss. I hate, I hate boss. Boss is kind of like a, has a bad connotation. Say, so, yeah, do this, do that, do that. They're not really, you know, helping you out. So when I go to a job, I'll be like, yeah, that's my manager. That's my, that's our leader. That's our director. Um, but uh, most of them have open door, open door policies. All the companies I've worked at, which has been, I've been blessed to have experiences like that. Um, working in, in an environment where you can freely share your ideas is a really great feeling, y'all. When you feel like your employee and your employers hear and see you, you feel valued. And this goes both ways. Like if you're a, if you're a CEO, if you're a manager, if you're a leader, and you can express your ideas freely to your coworkers and your subordinates, that is, that's a great feeling. And it goes the other way too. If you can talk to your uh, CEO, your manager the same way, and we all work together to get a, a, a goal, uh, a goal done, it's amazing. All right. So that's what I really like about working in the workforce is when you have a great work-life balance, you have an open door policy and everybody knows what number one is going to be. Number one, remember in the, uh, in the beginning of the show, when I was talking about Taco Bell and people didn't get paid what they're supposed to be getting paid. Um, just to, just for a preface, uh, just to preface what I'm about to say, I'm not for $15, $20 a year, uh, an hour for fast food workers. I don't believe that the, that they deserve $15 an hour or $20 an hour. Now, if you want to turn off the podcast right now because you're mad and you're triggered, please don't do so because everybody has experienced the Wendy's on Grand River and Southfield Freeway. Now, when I tell you that I, every time I go past this Wendy's, I get very angry. Um, I went to the drive-thru line, uh, the drive-thru line at, I guess, I think it was like almost, almost midnight. I ordered a double cheeseburger, the double, the number, you know, I think it's the number one. It's a double. Um, I say no mayonnaise and no pickles and no mustard. Cause I hate sauces on my, on my burgers. 
I get my burger. I was in a rush. I was hungry. Grabbed it, you know, went all the way home. This is when I was living in Detroit. Went all the way home to eat my burger. I opened the burger. Take a bite. You know what the first thing I taste? Freaking mustard and mayonnaise. I was mad. I was furious. Same thing with White Castle. If I say no pickles, I mean no pickles. Don't put pickles on my sandwich. I do believe that they deserve a higher rate and pay. So 15 might be okay. But $20 an hour, y'all pushing it. If y'all can't listen to, to me say no pickles. Just saying. And with inflation going, it, I mean, the inflation going up, people need, to get, people need to be getting paid regardless, like higher. Like, just pay them more. Rent's going up. Getting a mortgage is, is tough. These housing prices ain't playing. Uh, we might do another episode when we look at uh, Zillow on the Great Debaters just to see how how rich people are and how pitiful we are. But it's okay. Number one, I'm, I'm trying not to talk about this one. Number one is fair pay. If you're paid well, if you're, I can't even talk. If you're paid well, oh boy, if you're getting that cha-ching, if you're getting that green, if you're getting that lettuce, you're getting the bag. When you're paid fairly, when you are fairly compensated for your work, you feel more valued by your employer. Good employers understand the importance of giving their employees regular raises and if applicable bonuses holiday bonuses, summer bonuses. Oh boy. Okay. When you take on more responsibility on your job, if you have the opportunity to take on more responsibility, you should get paid and compensated for that. Always know your worth when you're at a job. Don't let your employer take advantage of you. And if they are taking advantage of you, it's best you talk to them about that. And if they still don't budge, it's time for you to get a new job. But before you get a new job, please understand that this job market is ruthless, okay? Always have a plan B, plan A, plan B, plan C. Because if you quit your job and there ain't no other jobs, now you're broke and on the street and have to work at Taco Bell. Anyway, that has been another edition of the Crisscross Corner. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok. Stay safe, social distance, and be nice to each other.